You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Why, yes, Miss Dillon, thank you for stopping by the office today. You uh, apparently have some kind of a health issue. I believe I can probably help you with that. See, that's how I have to get into character. Because obviously, this is really what you're spending your afternoon well, doing I, today. I clearly, I mean, that's what the voiceover is for. I have to be a doctor, and I do have a very. <laughs> have they heard your voice? Did you have to like audition yes, as heard... a doctor voice? No, they they cast me without having to having. Greg, me having if to read anyone it. between the two of us would be able to play a doctor, it would be me. Because clearly, since my father's a doctor, I'm like half doctor. That is not how that works. Totally that's not how that works. works. My authoritative <laughs> presence says otherwise. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. We so greatly appreciate you guys listening. We are here live five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, we, we are do, so uh, glad you found our little neck of the woods. Yes, yes, we are indeed. Neck so of we, the nets. <laughs> uh, I, no, we're, not, we're never saying neck of the nets again. That is just not something that's going to happen. Uh, we do have a big show lined up for you today, and that is uh, we have a special guest who's going to be joining us, and that is Amy Miller, Portland comedian Amy Miller, Portland's own. And, and we've never had her on, but she is very successful here in Portland. Yes. And very hilarious. Yes. And she's going to be joining us here in just a little bit on the show. And then we've got a bunch of other stuff. Of course... I do have to remind you, the Fun Employment Radio Network Listener Party, coming up November 14th. Get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. Go there and do that. It'd oh, be yes. awesome if you did so. And Fun we love it. Thank you to everybody who has purchased them. We see who you are. We love each and every one of you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, we want to sell this thing out. So funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link right there and pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Network five-year anniversary party. Happening on November 14th. Oh, boy. It's going to be awesome. Oh, gosh. Ah, it's so It's getting closer. It is getting closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, so so let's get back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Of course, you know, Fun Employment Radio is our job five days a week. It's our steady job. But we always need some a little bit of side work. Side work never hurts anybody. Pick up a few extra bucks. Sure. See, I didn't Everybody say scratch can... that time. I know. That was really embarrassing when you did that last time. You just I... sounded super out of touch and super old. Oh, well, that's not. Well, that's going to work out for playing a doctor. So um, I've got a couple of things I'm going to bring up here with uh, another edition of Greg's List. Before I do that, just to explain, though, I am uh, working on getting in character today. So I, I assume everybody's. Uh, I apologize, I guess. I'm going to have to inflict this upon everyone, but uh, I do have a, a job playing a sophisticated doctor. So this is not an audition. This is an actual job. No, it's an actual job they later today. They, they picked me. I have to go into a studio and I'm reading a bunch of things as a doctor would read them. And so with my extreme, you know, obvious, uh, obviously I could pass for a doctor. I think a lot of people may, may assume that I am. Sure. Dr. Nibbler. I think that would kind of work. That, yeah. Yeah. That would Dr. Nibbler. If I was waiting in like a doctor's office and they're like, all right, um, Stellan, you're going to be seeing Dr. Nibbler today. I would be like, another doctor. That oh. just doesn't sound like a trustworthy doctor well, name. I'd, I'd put that in your report if that's yeah. what you did. Dr. Nibbler? Uh, excuse me. See, like, let's try it. Let's say you're coming in for one of your uh, things, and uh, I could be like, uh, well, hello, Miss Dillon. Uh, thank you very much for, for coming in today. My name is, is Dr. Nibbler. No, I don't think that you'd say Dr. Nibbler. I think if you were a doctor, you would be Dr. N. Dr. N? Yeah. I'm hip? Dr. No, Nibs? because Nibbler is just not conducive to being to doctoring. Okay. I don't think. Uh, no, I think it's a very fanciful last name. I don't think that I would feel comfortable going in for a medical procedure with a Dr. Nibbler. Uh, so I'd have to be Dr. N? Sure, be Dr. N. All right, fine. Do- Dr. N here. Hey, what's going on? So I'd have to be a kooky doctor? Like, I don't want to be that. No, you don't have to be a kooky doctor. <sighs> I think right. you sound more like a kooky doctor if you say Dr. Nibbler. What about Dr. Greg? It's being suggested. Sure, in the chat. Dr. Greg. That's hey, it. what's up there, Ms. Dillon? My name's Dr. Greg. You just call me DG. And uh, tell me, what's uh, what's going on with you your just body gave me, there? Like, the finger points. What's happening with the insides? Uh, you know, I've just been having some problems with my insides lately, and I was just wondering. Uh, yeah. I think I might have. Uh, um, scurvy, but I wasn't sure of the symptoms, yeah. so I wanted to ask you, Doctor. I mean, Doctor Greg. Yes, Doctor Greg. Doctor Greg, I wanted to Let's ask keep you this professional. what uh, you're going. This is how you're going to be talking as a doctor. Yeah, well, I'm here to solve your problems. I thought you were going to try and change your voice to make it sound more doctory. I am doctory. Okay, yes, Miss Dillon. I, as a doctor, I will say that problems with the insides do happen to many different people, and I'm taking a look at a re- your record here. It does seem like you do have some previous issues with the insides that could be leading me to believe you may have scurvy. Scurvy? Tell me, ma'am, do you uh, eat a lot of uh, citrus fruits and and various oranges and things? I do enjoy, I do enjoy fruits from time to time. Could this mm-hmm. be what's happening to me? Uh, yes, I, I believe actually would be the lack of fruits. 
would uh, would lead you to scurvy in my studies at Harvard, where I was a doctor student and I learned my ways of doctoring. Uh, we often doctor? uh, covered we often uh, covered these kinds of issues of people who did not uh, seem to have the uh, the problems that uh, that uh, you have, and uh, I believe you uh, clearly this could be mental. I think that it may be in your head your problems with your insides. See, there we go, and I've just diagnosed you as as you know having a. Uh, Having head problems. It's being speculated in the chat if we're drunk or not. <laughs> this is stone cold sober. <laughs> so, yeah. So these wow. Are, yeah. I cannot believe. Is this like the first doctor role you've ever had to play? Um, no, I've read like some medical journals before. Can I ask you something about doctors? Yeah. What is that shiny metal disc that they wear on their heads? I don't know if they, they still, I don't think they do anymore, but back in the olden times. Isn't that just their, where they keep the stethoscope? Wasn't that a stethoscope on their head? No, because the stethoscope's around their neck. But they had like the you know the head strap with like the little like mm-hmm. circle silver thing on the front. Right. Well, see, that was actually used back in the day from my doctor <laughs> schools. I learned this. That was used so they could sense uh, different things. So if the body was uh, well, will radiate the sickness, and thus would uh, thus Does it send gather a signal to its. <laughs> onto the onto the the silver shiny thing on your head, and that would transmit that, so you could tell, like by the sensitivities of the room, uh, what uh, what kind of illness you had. That's what that was for. Okay. Yeah. See, these are things, and I can say that. And well, since your me. doctor thing isn't probably going to go very well, <laughs> I'm glad that you're having a Greg's list. Luckily, today. luckily they're providing the script, so I'm just going to read it. I don't actually have to diagnose patients. I hope not. I hope well, I once you diagnose someone. Well, once you botch your your doctor script. I'm not going to botch you're the gonna, doctor script. You're going to have to find another... I know. can read what... I, I can read, Sarah, which is basically what I'll be doing. Wow. I'm not, that's how skilled it is. That's, that's All right, so people are saying in the chat that it's a reflector that you can look... Uh, that will reflect the light to be able to help, to help them see better. Uh, no, as my doctor school stopped me, nope, it was a sensitivity thing where it would uh, pick up the sickness uh, radiation waves. Okay. That's that's one thing that would do. All right. Well, when this inevitably so anyway, goes poorly, uh, did you say that you had a Greg's list and some other jobs that you I might do? Be able to I do. I do have a couple of other ones I wanted to bring up here to you. These are little side jobs that I think I could pick up that I might be able to pull off pretty well. So this is a another edition of Greg's list, Sarah, where I scour Craig's list. Sure. Yes. Very. Uh, very topical name there. All right. Um, <laughs> it rhymes. Yeah. Holy look at that. shit. Look at that. It took us forever to come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. A couple of things that were posted here online. Now, this one, I think, actually applies perfectly for my new um, my new position as a doctor in life. So it says, experienced oral surgery assistant. Oh, now, my. Now, how hard could that really be? You, It's hard enough to, to where you have to have experience. It says it's four days a week, fun and professional environment. I'm both fun and professional. Greg, does it say what kind of experience is required? If it's saying, uh, yes. you know, experience is required? Atten- attention to detail. <laughs> organized. Good at conversation and interacting with various personalities to ease patients' nerves. I can definitely ease their nerves. Do you have like to I'll have go in there, I'll put them at ease right away. What kind of schooling does it say you have to have? Yeah, well, it doesn't really mention that part of it. Does it not mention it? No, it doesn't mention it. Doesn't mention it. Just <laughs> well, then ex- hot damn, you should totally try Experienced, experienced oral surgery assistant. That's re- a full-time experienced oral surgery assistant with a bright and friendly personality who truly loves oral surgery. Ooh. That, that I don't I think have, you'd be able to do oral part. surgery. That's like cutting open people's mouths. Oh, and yeah. stuff. is there blood? Oral surgery? Yeah, that's when they like rip things out of your head. Oh no, like, no, I can't like, do that. Solder down teeth. I bet that's the one where they whittle down teeth to put the fake ones on. No, no, I don't know. That's I don't oral like that surgery, dude. Oh no, I thought it would just be telling them to floss or something. No, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that. It's if there's being blood, pointed I can't out do it. in the chat that I would hope attention to detail is a plus for a surgeon's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> no, I would say okay, because I can't even um, I can't even watch like surgery shows, Me even neither. the fake surgery shows, the fake doctor shows. I've never seen an episode of ER in my life, which that's you know that's something on my resume. Not one episode. Wait, e- are you kidding me? ER, like the the acting, like yeah, it's not even an actual doctor's office. It's yeah, I just can't watch that. A bunch of doctors all sleeping with each other and like yeah, but they show blood or, busloads of children. They show like blood and stuff. They don't, don't show they? real blood. Yeah, no, I can't do that. No, that's that's a no. That's a pass on. So that those one. scary medical shows, and the first one you say is like ER. Yeah, yeah, you know, like ER. Then if it, that's like the base level, I can't do anything even past that. I can't even do that, let alone past that, where they show wow. actual surgeries. No, 
No, no, that wouldn't work. Okay, so that job's out. Okay. No, I don't want to do that. Unless I could go in and just say, like, I don't want to see any of the blood. I'll just give, like, advice and things like that. I could do that part. They're probably under, like, anesthesia or anesthetic or whatever it is. Oh. Well, all right. Well, um, let's see here. We'll go on to, to another one. Let's go one. to another one. Okay, here is, um, here's another one, Sarah, But because I do, uh, you know, acting on the side. Car dealer seeks model... Oh, model actress. Oh. Well, maybe if they say model, maybe models the male model. To make YouTube videos showing cars. Well, number one, that's sexist <laughs> because I can look just as good next to a car as, as somebody else can. Maybe. And You'll then, make the cars look bigger, too. Yeah. Because you're so small in comparison, they'll be looking at the cars and being like, look at how roomy this car is. Right. Look at that. Look at that man. He looks so small next to that car. Yeah. Well, what are the things that you have to do in order to be a YouTube uh, well, car you have to model. Have, you have to have a great personality and be able to give a good right. presentation. I can do that. I can talk all, all about the cars, you know, and the laser spectrometry on the inside of it and all of those things. But are you supposed to talk or are you just supposed to shut your this mouth car, and look pretty? This um, car, you do need to put oil in this car. It also, it runs on Greg, what gasoline. does it say you have to do on it? It just says, it doesn't say much. It says, this is not a hard job. <laughs> it clearly <laughs> says that. But you must have a great personality and be able to give a good presentation. So, yeah, that's really about it. I think I can do that. Like a talking presentation? You, like, open the door and be like, this is the door. I don't know. Oh, oh opening. It does say. <laughs> opening, you will be showing all the options and details about the car, opening the doors, starting it up, pointing out all the good stuff, and sharing all the details in the video. Dude, I can do that. Wow. Like, see, and here's where the needle shows you how fast you're going. So you can tell right there, you know, you don't want to go too, too fast. I don't want to get a speeding ticket. And this here, this will shift the gear so you can go forward, neutral, or reverse. You have all those different options on this one. Um, this is a steering wheel. And uh, on this model, you can actually raise or lower, like kind of tilt the steering wheel according to your to I body think on type. Most steering there's wheels also you can a seat. Uh, there's two seats in the front that, uh, you know, and then you have an armrest kind of thing in the middle. And, and so, who does the armrest belong to? Uh, the armrest belongs to basically, you know, the driver. The, the, Whoever gets in the car first? No, it belongs to the driver. It's okay. always the driver, Sarah. And, uh, yeah, and then it's got a trunk. So there you go. That'll be $200. All right. Well, that, that seems kind of possible for you. What else is there? Um, did you find anything for me? I did. I did find one for you that I thought maybe you would, uh, maybe you would be interested in. Nope. It just no says No foot fetish, here, right? It's not foot fetish. The title is this, um, Covered with Slime. Want to want to get covered in slime? Dude, if I was on Nickelodeon, you can't do that on television. I totally would. It says it will be messy and fun. Female models, oh, age 18 to 30 only. Well, you could, you could try to fake it. I did fake my age once to get into TRL when they still had that on MTV in New York. Total Request Live. Totally pretended to be younger than I was so I could go and be in the audience. That's just embarrassing. But it is. You could do that here and get yourself <laughs> covered in slime. Uh, it's $50. They dump a bunch of slime on you. And that's about it. They Do you just have to want, be naked? It uh, doesn't say that. It says no modeling experience required. Uh, please respond with contact email, recent headshot, and height, weight, age. Height, weight, and age? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I could pass for younger than 30. Well, no. I think I could. Then they'll dump slime on you. And then they'll dump slime? Like, how long How long is the slime process? doesn't say for sure. I'd imagine for some time. There aren't enough details in this. Well, it says $50. Yeah, fifty dollars for what? For like them dumping a bucket of slime on me, and a, when I'm wearing like a sweatshirt and jeans, I would and I just have I'm, to lie and say that I'm 29. That's totally fine. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be a little less than sweatshirts and jeans. Let's be honest. If you're gonna go through the process of dumping slime on a chick, you know, I, I'm imagining it's no. But probably, why do you have to take it to a dirty spot? Maybe they're trying I'm not to like taking it to a dirty spot. I'm guessing this person wants to take it to a dirty spot. That's my guess on this. That sounds weird. That does sound very weird. <laughs> So, while it's a job, anyway, sir, I was posting that up there for you. Thought I could help you out. Uh, then we have this one. So, this says, uh, do, you, do you or someone you know have cravings for strange non-food items? So, Sarah, are you addicted to aluminum foil, metal, no. plastic? I don't like aluminum. I don't like because I used to have braces and then I'd had all these like metal things in my mouth for years to fix my teeth. And uh, I don't like the feeling of metal, like aluminum, like metal in all my right. mouth. All right. What about plastic? Rubber, cotton, hand sanitizer, cleaning what, products. What are you talking about? What do, do I like the smell of them? Item? Yeah, yeah, you're ta- addicted to them. Like you have cravings for them. Cravings inha- to smell them or like eat them. Do you inhale or snort something odd? What? Do you like, find yourself what consuming, like aluminum? Do you find yourself consuming odd foods that you know aren't food? Well, you do like that uh, Easy Mac. That's, That's totally barely real food. food. That's barely really it's food. It's food. food, and you do have an addiction to it. 
Are you I do ad- not. I've broken it. I can't even remember the last time I had one. Are you addicted to a strange smell? I don't think so. Well, I'm just saying there's uh, they're casting. Are you addicted to a strange smell? Uh, no, I don't really. The only thing I can think that I I do like the smell of is when I get a new National Geographic in the mail because I'm you know I'm a 65 year old man who likes his National Geographic and gets really excited. I mean, when I was little, I ate some of my Dr Pepper lip smacker. (laughs) Yeah, that's. That'll do it. That was when I was. That was like when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah, but that's still. You still kind of crave it a little bit, don't you? No, not really. I, I was very dissatisfied with it. Mm, no, no. I think. I Is think this I like count. one of those things like they have on where it's just like I like to eat cotton balls. That's all I eat. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that we're talking about. Okay. I think. Uh, I think this could actually be a good side. <laughs> well, I mean, this could be something like if you wanted to mess with them, like you could say that you were addicted to eating something, and then you could be on like. Whatever channel it is that does all those weird shows. Yeah, you'd probably have to prove it, though. What would you be willing to prove? Say, how much money would it take for you to eat another thing of chapstick on camera? Oh, man. I don't know if my stomach could handle that anymore. What? Wouldn't have to be... I I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that I could eat that would be weird enough to get me money, but not weird enough to make me sick or be gross. But you're not going to get sick off the chapstick. Yeah, you would get sick from no. the chapstick, Greg. No, you're not going to How do you think they make s- the colors and like the waxy it's texture It's not going to make you sick. It's, it's gross. If I'm constantly having to eat chapstick, yeah. it would probably make well, me sick. Well, how much money are we talking about? I, I don't know. Would you do it for $100? $100 for what? To eat for, a tube of chapstick? For an episode, yeah, to eat a tube of chapstick. Just one? Yeah. Yeah, I'd do it. You'd do it for $100. So you you would eat a tube of chapstick for $100? You settled that. Why didn't I just say fit? I should have said $20. No, I wouldn't have done 20 I should have said $20. No. This was way easier than I thought. No, I wouldn't have done 20 You will eat a tube of chapstick for $100. On camera. No, not like any chapstick, like a flavored one. <laughs> like one that tastes like peppermints or like... The Dr. Pepper one was pretty good. Or like the Dr. Pepper one. You may have to back that up. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel for Fun Employment Radio. This is a slippery slope we're going down, but $100 you would eat what a if I, chapstick. What if I die? What if it's like poisonous and we don't know that because you're not supposed to eat it? What if all kids have been it's warned not to not eat? It's not going to poison you. You don't know that? It's chapstick. You're putting it in your mouth. Like, it's not going to poison you. Yeah, everybody else is saying, like, I, I'd totally do it. Yeah, it's not that weird. So there, I bet you ate paste. Sit there, I did not eat paste. You did. I did like the before. smell of paste because it smelled kind of like frosting, but I never ate it. I did not eat paste. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. So that's something that we can keep in mind. Well, you might. this might be exactly what you're looking for then. All right. How much would you eat? I'm not going to eat. I'm not eating chapstick. That's gross. But I mean, I totally, totally think you should. Mm-hmm. I think it'd make a great side job for you. Okay. Well, anyway, there we go. Those are, those are some of the options I'm presenting to you, Sarah. All right. Well, I did get some. Uh, speaking of you looking for jobs, I actually got a weird job offer today. Like, for real? Like, I don't know if it's for real. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. All right. So uh, so I got a, I got this email, and I know that she doesn't listen, so I'm not going to say her name, but I know that she that she doesn't listen to the show. I would I would bet all of my money, which isn't very much. I would eat a tube of chapstick if she, start, if she was listening to the show right now. Okay, if she replies to this episode, that's who, who is this? <laughs> it's, a, it's an old coworker of mine that I used to work with a long time ago. Okay. Do I know her? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes, you know her. All right. You've met her. I don't know how well you know her. Okay. But so she actually wrote me today. Uh, here, I have the email. It was actually a, a Facebook message. So I have it right here. And it says, all right. Hi, Sarah. So I'm not going to say the name of the business, but let me tell you this. It's about, it's like a makeup company. It's almost like, remember like Mary Kay ladies? Yeah. Aren't they still around? I think so. Yeah, Are I they? remember. I, yeah, they'd have a pink Cadillac or whatever. Well, you'd get the pink Cadillac if you sold enough Mary Kay. Okay. I think that was a prize. I think my mom knew somebody who had the pink Cadillac. No, my mom had like a Mary Kay friend who would yeah. like come over and give her a Mary Kay makeup or right. whatever. Yeah. So there's this new company that like I, I see posted everywhere and this particular woman works for it and, uh, you know, she does this part time. Okay. And so she wrote to me and she wrote, uh, she's written, this is like the fourth time she's written me. So this is four times. Okay, all right. Yeah, because I keep like forgetting about it or like forgetting to write her back or whatever. So she wrote, "Hey Sarah, I know we started talking, um, trying to chat a while about blank, but we were never able to link up. I wanted to loop back around and catch up with you because now, in all caps, it's definitely the time to hear about what I'm up to. There are some amazing things happening in our company right now, and frankly, these are amazing. All caps." 
Uh, and frankly, there's never been a better time to hear about this opportunity. Our game-changing new product is sending my business and those of my team through the roof. It's absolutely unreal. This is a personal message. <laughs> anyway, I'd love to share with you what it's all about so you can decide if it might be a fit for you or maybe you know someone who would benefit from hearing about this opportunity. Do you have some time to chat uh, tonight or tomorrow? That's this. I'm going to be honest. I'll tell you exactly what this sounds like from from me. When I first left college. All right, so I'm going to show you who this is. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Do you think she's scammy? Do you think she's... Um, it sounds like a... No, that's a very nice person. Um, he, okay, I'm trying to think out what, what to say here. I will say what that letter... Look, assuming I didn't know who that was, I will say what that letter sounds like. When I first graduated from college because I had a marketing degree, and I would go out to find marketing jobs, and I'd find these posts saying, you know, marketing agent, or they'd have like general terms, but it all have marketing in them. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Be like entry level marketing, I'm like perfect. I want to get into that business. That's what I'm. That's what I graduated in. And I would go to them, and then it would turn out to be a dude trying to get me, trying to sell me water filters, and then he would he would hand out pieces of paper to everyone in there. It'd be a group interview. I'd show up thinking I was just just me. Sure. And then they'd hand out pieces of paper and they'd be like, write down the 10 different friends and families' names and phone numbers. We're going to call them right now and talk to them about these water filters. This is, your, this is your interview. If you sell some, you've got the job. And that's what they would try to do. And it's a total, total scam, total pyramid scam. That's kind of what this is sounding like. Yeah, it's... I don't know because, of course, you know, I, like you, am always looking for, you know, side roads for additional income. But I don't want to be part of some, like pyramid schemey kind of thing but then again the girl who wrote this to me she's kind of fancier okay like she's like i don't know like she's always you know like always like proper looking i'm flailing my hands this is how i describe proper she's <laughs> right. proper looking okay she's well put together she's well put together she's like exactly opposite of me right yes yeah where okay. i have like coffee on my shirt and i'm wearing jorts and my shoes are falling apart yes totally opposite of me um I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, because we're not really friends. But do you think that she's really legitimately offering me a business opportunity? Um, or do you think that she's just trying to kind of screw me? I don't think she's going to screw you. But this sounds like one of those things where, she, I mean, she's going to make money off of you, which that's how those things work. It's a pyramid scheme. And basically, you would have to start doing like what I was talking about, contacting all of your family and friends to try to sell this product. Would you feel comfortable doing no. that? No. Then how would you expect to sell any? Would you be comfortable doing door-to-door sales? No. Well, then I'm going to guess it's not a good opportunity. But she says it's a great opportunity. And the time is now. She said it in all caps. Um, I'm going to guess this is not... And amazing is in all caps, too. And there's never in all caps been a better time to hear about the opportunity. Yeah, I'm thinking this probably isn't going to be a good opportunity for you just from what you would have to do. Like, let's let's practice. Let's practice a door-to-door sale. Okay. All right, so, we need to give it a fake name. It is called... Um, it is called Magical Daisies. Mag- Magical Daisies. That's the name. All right, so I'm at the door. You You knock on the door. Uh, yes, hello. Oh, hello there. My name is Sarah, and I am representing Magical Daisies. Okay. Wow, you're looking tired today. You know what would help you? <sighs> Excuse you. Um, That's all right. Did, just did you not sleep very well last night? Um, ex- uh, Ma'am, I this is rather offensive. Um, oh, no, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just saying you don't have to live carrying around those bags underneath your eyes every day. I can help you with that. Ma'am, I'd like you to get the hell off of my property Magical right now. Magical daisies can help lift those bags away and tote them <laughs> off to Merry Maryland, where you don't have to wear them on the front of your face. Ma'am. Those crow's feet? I can make go, those fly go away. Go fuck yourself and get off of my property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not going to work out for you. you were, boy, you look tired today. You look like shit. You know what would help out is what I've got right here. Wow. Here I can't believe you'd answer the door looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is not going to be a job for you. I cannot see this working out for you very well. Is your well. skin always that dull? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you don't use the product, ma'am, based on your appearance. Well, I like to show... Uh, let me ask you, are, are those holes in your shoes? Is that coffee on your shirt? I like to show people the here? before product. This is an entire uh, this is an entire thing that I like to paint for you. This is oh, a yeah? portrait. Yeah? Yeah, so I really? want you, I want I you to see... Did I see you fall on my steps when you walk I up here? I want you to see your sallow face. My dog doesn't even like you soul. right now. Uh, ma'am, this is just really not going to... Did the gonna... crow's feet cut a little too close this to home? This is not going to work out is for you. Is somebody an actor? 
actor. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. You need to get the bell off of my porch. Arg. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you sell it though right I mean that's how makeup companies have been doing it for years to women they say like hey you're ugly put this shit on your face I guess they do don't they that's exactly what they do it's just like oh is? you're getting old and wrinkly buy $25 face cream and try and fix it it's not gonna work but then when it doesn't you have to buy more but then wait we're gonna have a super <laughs> extreme brand new one that's twice as much and then you have to use that one still doesn't quite work but you keep using it buy another tube of it eventually something will work and then you die well, see if you use that approach. Yeah. Maybe maybe, he, maybe you would be able to sell some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Fine. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and try it. I want to no. see you have to go door to door. No, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I can't even talk to my neighbors. Yeah, I know. But this is what, no, you'd have to sell them Speaking too. of which, I'm waiting for a package today. And like, um, so I'm getting my scooter package. So I'm getting my new tire. So uh, our friend David is going to help me put together. Well, he's going to show me how to. I, myself, being... Mostly, like a mechanic, basically, at this point. I'm going to be putting on my carburetor and my tires. But one of the things, it was a really intrusive question because uh, UPS is dropping it off at my door and they left a note. You know, it's like, all right, you have to have a signature. So I signed it and taped it to my door. And they're like, or else, if you'd like, you can have one of your neighbors sign for it. And then I even got panicky about that. I'm like, I don't want to talk to my neighbors and ask them to sign for a package for me. And they wouldn't do it anyway. Mm, This is how bad I would be at door drop. Nobody's going to take my tires. Unless they do. Ah. Well, you're not very friendly to the neighbors. And if they know which door it's going to, oh, that's Mm -hmm. a a weird girl down the hall. Nah, screw that. I'm just going to take them. That could be happening right now. It could be. I'm not very well liked. It's entirely possible. All right. I know we're going to have to take a break here in just a second because our guest, uh, our guest may, our guest will be here in any minute. Sure. Um, But before I do, I was going to say one side job that I wish I would have thought of is Sonic Sketches. Sonic Sketches is is amazing. They're a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Absolutely. SonicSketches.com. Go there, check it out. Basically what they do is they take your favorite songs, whatever your think of think of whatever your favorite song is, like of all time. Oh. They take that, convert it into a wave, um, like a visual wave file, and take that and print it up and it turns into artwork. And basically it's so fun to look at too. It's because really as you, cool. It's cool. It's three panels and you can actually like I've done this multiple times before because I've seen many of them now. My friends have gotten some like listening to the song while watching the yeah. wave file, which is, you know, like the ups and downs of the of how loud it is and quiet it is and everything. It's, it's, really, it's really neat. It's very cool. And sonicsketches.com. I encourage you to go there to the website, take a look at everything they've got. Um, their offer code is also fun employment and you get free shipping. So that's really cool, and it's a perfect gift, birthday gift, uh, anniversary gift, or just buy it for yourself. Yeah, and or put it up on your walls, gift. and you will look badass basically to everybody who comes in. So it's very cool. Also, it comes in this amazing packaging, like a record. It's it's just awesome. I can't say enough good things about it. SonicSketches.com. Use the offer code Fun Employment, and you get free shipping. So there you go. Awesome. All right, let's take a break here because uh, Amy will be joining us any minute. We'll be back uh, with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. We already have people in the chat saying that Amy is adorable. So. Well, she is. That's, that's, that's kind of a why win. They would say that's that. a win right off the bat. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And of course, joining us now, as promised, it is Miss Amy Miller. Adorable Amy Miller. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi. Amy. And hilarious Amy Miller. <clears throat> that's you. Well. Yes. Yes. I didn't want to limit. I was just merely relaying smart the chat. Too. Now it's yes, really. And smart. Uh, and now, kind. Now I feel awkward about mm-hmm. this. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> don't I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you doing? I'm good. Excellent. Yes, yes. welcome to our you studio. Have... I can't believe we've never had you in here before. I know. Two years, guys. Damn what, it. What's happening? Drop the ball is what we did. <laughs> I know. Is that, is that how long you've been doing comedy is two years? No, I've been in Portland for two years. Oh, okay. I was I like... just had my fourth comedy birthday. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you kind of came in swinging when you moved to Portland. I, I was going to say, yeah, the, my two years. Wow. You are incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Two years in November. Oh, thanks. Um... Yeah, that was sort of the plan. Mm-hmm. Well, and and the plan seemed to be working out pretty well. I hope so. Yeah, it's going pretty good. Yeah. Where, where were you before Portland? Um, I started in the Bay Area. Okay. So yeah, I'm from Oakland. Okay, cool. And I started there, did a couple years, and then 
you know, wanted to get out. And just randomly picked Portland or? Um, I kind of picked wherever I could get a job that also had a good but small comedy scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking about Denver, Nashville, Austin, you know, places yeah. you could probably guess. Like good middle towns. Yeah. Um, but I always wanted to live in Portland. So, so did you know here. anybody before you moved here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as you know, there's been like a huge exodus from the Bay Area. So mm. I had a ton of friends up here. And I had done comedy here a few times and everybody had been really nice. So Oh, that's cool. So it's very welcoming here. That's oh, what yeah. I like about it. <laughs> totally. Well, and you just opened up for Maria Bamford too last week. Yeah, it was my awesome. first time featuring at Helium. It was pretty awesome. That is badass. How did it go? I think it went really well. I got a lot of good feedback. Mm. It was super fun. Um, it was a little bit of a weird, like, glimpse. I I assume people know what featuring means. It's like, it's a longer set. <clears throat> I still mess it up, actually, sometimes. <laughs> there's hosting. Yeah, there's a host feature and the headliner. The headliner. All right. In right. general. Maria has one opener. Mm. Uh, that's usually Jackie Cation. Yeah. Like, almost all the time. Um, and so the opener will host and feature. But it's uh, it was sort of like a glimpse in my future of like, <laughs> this is like a lot of time, two nights in a row of like <laughs> my sad stories. Like it's a little. <laughs> and her crowd is awesome. But as you can imagine, a lot of them have like mental illness and depression issues. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was just sort of a lot. It was an awesome weekend, but I was also like, oh, this is emotionally draining. That's wow. intense. Yeah, I didn't think about the fact that her crowd would, you know, generally be like that too. Well, yeah, I mean, she's, you know, she has people come up and say like you saved my life. Like I was wow. going to do wow. it. Like I was on the I was on the edge and I listened to this album, which is great, but it's also so much to like hear every night. Yeah. God damn, yeah. That- so how many shows was it that you did when you were featuring? Was it it was four shows, so Whoa. I did four half hours. Um, it was super fun, um, and then, you know, she does an hour, and then she talks to everybody. I don't know how she does it every night. Mm. I mean, her crowd is amazing, yeah. but they're just, everyone has a story, and she's so gracious about it. <laughs> and everyone wants to tell her said story. Yeah. 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 I smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. That seems, I mean, it seems just awesome, but it over. also seems so stressful. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot, you know, and I've never seen so many people cry, like, at a comedian, you know? Wow. There were, like, moms that were like, you know, you saved my daughter's life, or my daughter's bipolar, and it was just like, I don't know how you do this. Well, I mean, if you can get through that, I mean, that seems like you can pretty much get through any kind of set now at this point. Oh, yeah, I hope so, and the money's a lot better. Yeah, yeah I, I would imagine. imagine. Just cuddled up with that at the end of the weekend. <laughs> Get it all in ones and throw it on your bed. Yeah, that's, that's probably Just how I rub would do. it all over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, on top of that, too, you have now your article in um, Willamette Week. Oh, yeah. Second one comes out tomorrow. So that should be good. Oh, so do you say who you inter- are you interviewing someone again this week? Mm-hmm. And do you say who it is before, or do you like to surprise? Oh yeah, I don't think it's really a secret. I don't think it matters that much. Um, everyone is an interview with a transplant, mm-hmm. um, somebody who moved to Portland for whatever their specific art form was. So it's not all comedians. Okay. Um, tomorrow, I'm talking to um, a rock photographer. His name is Peter Allen B. I know him from San Francisco. Cool. And he came up uh, about the same time I did um, to work in Portland and. You know, it's just kind of like, why did you come here? What are you contributing to this place? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> besides driving, what are you good for? Yeah, <laughs> besides driving up all the rent, what are we doing here? Uh, I try to contribute, and uh, and then like, what's bothering you about the transition? So mm. there's like a good amount of whining in it, which I like, <laughs> and I think is funny. What is the common? Th- have you noticed a common theme of what bothers people? Um. There are some, there are certainly some common themes, like, you know, drivers here. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, what would be one of yours? Driving's terrible. The driving is terrible. It's not crazy, like, if you're in L.A. and you're just like, oh, my God, like, he almost killed somebody. There's not, like, a lot of dangerous moves. (laughs) No one's moving. You're just always like, the light is green. Or like it's yeah. too polite too. Yeah. Like yeah. you'll sit at a four way stop, and I'm just like, will somebody just everybody's, fucking go? Everybody's like, waiting yeah. the other one to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like Portlandia, like had an episode about it already. So it's like it's a known thing, but everyone just pretty much drives like they've never had to be at a place at a time. You know, <laughs> ever. Like on my way over here, and I always underestimate. Like I'm like, it's like a ten minute drive to get 
here. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. But behind Portland drivers, it just becomes 17 minutes because oh, I'm like, go! I all get so angry, too. Like, I can't, like, they're just driving along like they have all the time in the world. Yes. Oh, it makes, it frustrates me. And, like, the kind of, like, overcompensating for safety that makes it actually very dangerous, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, people turn off a busy street, and I'm like... You don't have to come to a complete stop to turn right. Oh, God, that <laughs> You just make sure there's no children in the way, and then you go so we can all keep going. Yeah, or some crazy bicyclist isn't coming up along your right and just blowing through a stop sign. Right. Which happens to me almost, I almost hit so many bicyclists as I'm trying to, you know, not go too slow, but safe enough to where someone just kind of zips right by on my right when I'm trying to turn right. Yeah, the bikers are not much better. Yeah. But at least they're hurrying. <laughs> That's true. They're fast. Yeah, I'll give them that. Yeah, so your first article is with Curtis Cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There were a lot of interesting comments. I think the Land League wanted to start with something that was a little bit of a hot button issue. It was. I read it and then I was reading the comments and I saw yeah. your joy and like, we got our first racist comment. Oh, <laughs> so. so I love it. Curtis is a little more sensitive and also they're all directed at him. Like, mm-hmm. no one's <laughs> mad at me, which is one of the like... What Being was... adorable really helps sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hilarious and smart. <laughs> what, uh, well, I mean, we don't have to say what the comments were. Oh, it's just were, the comment just... trolls. It's yeah. just them just going, go back to where you came from. There was a new oh, one okay. last night, too, like a week later, that I, s- I send him all of them, too. <laughs> I'm like, Curtis, look at this. Like, this guy said you're not even black. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> and then he just, like, lost his mind. <laughs> See, like, you are like Greg is to me and, like, we have curses because I can't handle the negative stuff and Greg will read it and he'll he'll just kind of shield me away from it if someone writes something rude on iTunes or right. whatever. For the most part, yeah. Every now and then there'll be like one comment that'll just like get under my skin for some reason and I'll make a mental note but I won't like outwardly complain you about it. You write them on the wall. I'll remember. I'll remember their name. Steve yeah. Buscemi lipstick on the wall. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, it's in the home. future. Yeah, that's when I put, up, put my dress on and yeah, and I write, <laughs> write my list out. Okay. Now I sound really crazy. Um, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of, I don't know, I'm sort of a self-loathing person so I'm just like, there's nothing you could say about me on the internet that I don't think like in the morning. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what are you going to say? There's some standard things for women too. So it's just like about what you look like or like you're a dumb slut it's just like okay like <laughs> how have you that's uh, just lazy yeah that I know lazy. Like, I mean you can't come up with anything else like if you really want to like I don't know I'm not challenging anyone too but uh, I'm just saying some of the comment trolls yeah no, mm. this is not a challenge yeah no it's not a challenge it's not a challenge <laughs> well because I've lived in but, Portland for over a decade now and I haven't been you know I haven't lived in other places is it more um, what's it like being a woman in Portland as opposed to being a woman like in San Francisco is it the same um, well, last time I was in San Francisco, I was living in the Mission, and that, every time I visit, I'm like, oh, yeah, in one block, you get called beautiful in Spanish, like, 17 times, which is cute for a minute, uh. but not after, <laughs> like, many years. Um, I don't know. That's I mean, quite opposite, I guess, of Portland. People are just like, get out of the way. Yeah, I don't get catcalled as much here. I mean, it definitely happens sometimes, but that's nice. I don't, like, miss it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but I think that sort of bleeds into the culture in general. Like, people are just a little bit less direct, yeah. you know? So even in, a, like, I mean, dating here is totally different and very frustrating. I would imagine. It's it's a lot of man boys here. Oh, yeah. Or just boy Super, boys. like, Peter Pan syndrome. Yep. And, and I'm, like, fairly direct and a little aggressive, so... I don't even know if aggressive is the right word. Are you just, just honest like and then they take it as yeah. aggressiveness? On I, just, much? I, don't, I don't even know. Well, I, I don't chase anybody, really. I still am looking for that. Like, I'm a little oddly traditional. Mm-hmm. Like, ask me out. So I do, like, the dating sites and stuff, but I'll have, like, a conversation with people for, like, you know, 12 messages. And then they just never say, like, do you want to go out? And so I just <laughs> drop it. <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of guys like that. There are a lot of men town. liking balls in this town. It is just a nightmare. I don't. <laughs> yeah, there's so many people that I'm like, I don't think we should see each other anymore. And they're like, we were dating? <laughs> what do you think we were doing? We were like having sex, talking on a regular basis, and going on dates. Like That's dating. I think that yeah. would count. I think those, yeah, that you would check that off. It's just so, it's just really bizarre. And then I keep, like, dating people in secret, and that's always really fun. Do you ever date, uh, date other comedians, or is that something that you... Here I haven't. I did a little, I kind of learned that lesson in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Here, I haven't. Um, I mean, there's not really anybody I've wanted to date. No yeah. offense to my dear friends, but <laughs> you've met them. <laughs> like, is there anyone really standing out that you're like, this seems like a logical I boyfriend? I that one up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, none of them. I mean, everyone is well, very wonderful, too. I, mean, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Being in comedy, I guess you'd know all their issues right away. That would be pretty, you know, Yeah, and I mean, it upfront. is like dating a coworker, you know? Yeah. It's like... Oh, and I mean, people do this constantly, too. People move in together, and then they break up, and they have to see each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Or what happens a lot of the time is the the girl will just quit comedy, and that's always a bummer. Oh, oh wow. It's like, like, she'll be going really hard, starts to date someone, Shane Torres, uh, <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then they'll break up, and because, you know, he's more successful or has a little bit more of a place in the community, you know, then she'll just stop. And that bums me out. That is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just better not to get involved. Not to say that I don't, you know, haven't slipped up a couple times. (laughs) I need to make the comedy clubs off limits, too. Uh, (laughs) But... Yeah, comedians, no. I love them, though. Yeah. But boyfriends? Mm-mm. Have you ever met a like a nice gentleman after a show? Or lady? Gentleman? Gentleman, yeah. yeah. Um, have, I do guys. Have you, um, <laughs> <laughs> have you yeah. ever met like a nice gentleman after your show where he's just like, you were hilarious and amazing? Or are they still just um, like, scared to talk to you? People come up and they'll follow me on Twitter and say something. I think that's just part of Portland. Like It happened more in the Bay Area that I would get like asked out. And mm-hmm. now people say stuff. Uh, or they will come up, but nothing happens after that. And I, I'm, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I'm going to be alone forever if I stay here. <laughs> I know that for sure. Now, what are you thinking of Portland? Do you think you want to stick around for a while? Um, or is this kind of a stop on the way to somewhere else? I mean, I want to stay like for at least another year. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us need to at least stick around and bask in. You know the whole of Shane being gone. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, he's leaving. Oh, that's in o- right. October, November. Uh, he's uh, leaving soon. in October. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's going away parties on the tenth. I'm I'm impressed that he's doing it because I've yeah. you know whenever you hear people saying like they move like sometimes they don't a lot of the time they do but he's going to New York right uh huh yeah well it's a very comfortable place to stay too mm-hmm. especially if you're getting work you know like right. if you get paid work and all this admiration it's like. You know, it's hard Kinda to be hard motivated to, give... to start to hit New York and then be nobody. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Be back at the bottom there, and yeah, yeah. Well, that's the weird thing about a small market. It's just like, no, you guys don't understand. I'm like a really big deal in Portland, and they're yeah. like, okay, you can't. There's no room on the open mic. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's like you got to kind of be splashed around right, like when you were pretty close to having moved here, right? Was that? Yeah. When was that? When you were picked as Portland's funniest person by right. Willamette Week, correct? Um, um, it was last November. So I think it was uh, exactly one year in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's quite a feat in, you know, in and of itself, too. That was really nice. I mean, I comedians voted on that, and then, like, industry people. Um, I also work for a music venue, so, like, I'm not. I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm sure it was swayed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ha- the fact that comedians voted was really nice. Like, that was, you know, that made me feel good and... Um, I don't know. It was nice. Well, and that's cool. And that's also for people, you know, who might feel like an outsider moving to Portland. Like, you'd only been here for a year. And look at how, you know, well-received you were by other comedians. In oh, the there's so much opportunity. And, I mean, there's people that have been doing comedy here for, like, six years that just, it's, they're still barely trying. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so, I mean, if you work hard and, like, try to be funny, yeah. like, there's so much opportunity. But a lot of people, I think Gabe said this in an interview recently, that a lot of people just want to hang out. Like, they want to go to a bar and be like, hey, everybody knows me. And mm-hmm. it's just it's a like, social thing rather than... Yeah. Yeah. Which, it is a social thing, and it is for all of us. Uh, it's a community. But if that's all you're doing, like, there's just so much opportunity in this market. Mm-hmm. Especially for a lady, like, because the, the, the short list of, like, women that get booked here, it's very short, mm-hmm. you know? There's so much opportunity there that I'm just like, just step it up a little bit, you know. Do you feel like it's increasing a little bit as time is going on? Like women are getting a little more notoriety um, here in town? Yeah, I think so. I mean, th- I mean, those of us that are, I think, are working hard, mm-hmm. you know, like Brie and Christine's always gotten a good amount of attention. But, right, um, yeah. 
But there's still this whole middle level that I'm just like, she could just do a little bit more mm-hmm. and, like, get the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't want them to because I'll stay. Because <laughs> you want the world. Yeah. <laughs> How many nights a week are you out? Um, Lately, I mean, I have shows, like, usually most nights, I guess, mm. well, four to six nights a week. Is it usually That's working, working on, like, different material each time or, like, honing a set? A little bit of um, both? It really depends on what it is. Yeah. If it's, like, sort of a low-pressure show, um, but there are people there, like, yeah, I always try to n- try new stuff um, because I am get booked enough that I don't really go to open mics. Mm-hmm. So... Because I, I just can't really. So if I have new jokes, I try them on shows. Cool. But if it's like a huge opportunity, you know, like I'm opening for somebody at like a theater or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't really like roll out new stuff on those shows. Yeah. Well, like your uh, your Bridgetown show with Laurie Kilmartin. Oh, yeah. Like that one. Yeah. On October 3rd. Going to be really fun. Uh, it's at Bossa Nova. Uh, we started this uh, series of Bridgetown shows. Um it's We're having our listener event, our listener party at Bossa Nova. Yeah, I'm venue. glad they're booking more stuff. It's so pretty in there. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a co-headlining show with Lori and Dan St. Germain, who's also very funny. Very cool. Um, both have done Bridgetown. Lori's like gotten a lot of press recently because she live tweeted at her dad dying, basically. Right. Which was incredible and, like, yeah. so funny and heartbreaking and, like, I just was glued to it, you know. And this was over, like, a couple weeks. But just hilarious, mm-hmm. you know. Like, such a great way to cope and so sad. Uh, and her dad knew about the whole thing, you know. And and I think she, like, tripled her Twitter followers or something. Oh, sure. Like, all yeah. these people were just like, what's next? Uh, so she's doing a special called 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad that she's, like, taping. Wow. It's like a five-minute comedy special, um, and so she's workshopping it in all these places live, so she's doing it in Portland, and it's going to be really awesome. And you also have some midnight shows coming up? Oh, uh, yeah. Midnight Mass is this Saturday, the 27th. Mm-hmm. It's once a month, and that's super fun. I think one of the best shows in Portland. All right. Tell us about it. Not bragging. <laughs> totally bragging. Totally bragging. Um... It's at midnight. It's just kind of, like, crazy. Uh, I book, like, a bunch of comics for, like, short sets, and then people drop in. So, like, Norm MacDonald's done it, Rory Scovel, Kurt Braunler, like, all these crazy people. Like, usually whoever's at Helium will drop in, um, and Helium's very supportive of that. Because it's after their last show. So yeah. It's like, so they're like, yeah, go. Yeah. But at this point, I'm, like, mad when people say no. Like, Kevin Nealon said no, and I was like, well, I'm not your fan anymore, you know? (laughs) Screw you, Kevin Nealon. And why would you do, like, why would you do a midnight show after doing all this, someone you've never met in in Portland? Yeah, but I I try to sell it well, and so Kevin and Damon Wayans, they both said no, and I was like, whatever. It's their loss. Yeah. (laughs) It's so fun. Where is it? It's at the Fun House. Okay. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. Yeah, and in October it's um, in uh, All Jane No Dick that festival, so yeah. it's yep. all ladies, and nice. it's like the best of the fest, basically. Awesome all in one show, yeah, cool. I love that show. I host it. Ira plays the keyboard. I don't know if you guys know Ira. <laughs> I don't know if I know Ira. I don't know if I do either. A little bit of a Portland comedy legend. Okay. Okay. He's just like this wacky old sort of autistic Jewish guy who. Uh, <laughs> What's his last name? Novos. Okay. He plays keyboard at a lot of the comedy shows in town, and he's amazing. So we kind of, like, have a duet thing going on, and that I yell amazing. at him. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, and so your midnight show is on September 27th. Yep. And then the uh, show for Bridgetown with Lori Kilmartin is October 18th. October 3rd. October 3rd. And everyone Sorry. should come to that, because they 3rd. are incredible. Yeah. And I right, hope so that All right, so 27th well. at Funhouse. Third at Bossa Nova. Yep. There we awesome. Go. There we go. And, and all that's at uh, amymillercomedy.com? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And where's your you, – you've mentioned Twitter a bunch. Do you use Twitter quite a bit? Yeah, it's just Amy Miller. All right. You got nice. it. You got that one? That's Yeah, it's kind of a long story. <laughs> I had to wrestle it away from a porn star. Really? <laughs> yeah. Put safe search on if you Google me. Or don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that when we had TJ Miller on, he was talking about his battle that he's fought with this woman who goes by TJ Miller, and she got the original right. handle. And she hasn't Some tweeted since, lady. like, 2009. Yeah, and he's yeah written he should her, be like, able to take it. Yeah, he's written her, like, he said hundreds of messages trying to get it from her, <laughs> and she won't, that just won't respond. And he said campaign, yeah, so. Tammy J. Miller. Us. 
Tammy J. Miller, that's what she is. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Amy, thank you so much for coming in, too. This yeah, has been, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, a- amymillercomedy.com. Go check Amy out at everything she is doing. Yes. You are awesome. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> awesome. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Amy Miller, she is awesome. She's great. She is uh, fantastic. So amymillercomedy.com, find out everything there. So Sarah, during that, though, uh, while we were having her in here, have you thought any more about about what you're going to do? I don't think I'm going to do it, but I am going to listen to what she has to say and then report back. Uh, don't you think? Well, but maybe she's going to sell it really well, and she'll be like, Sarah, you can make like $1,000 in an hour, and I'll be like... Pfft. Sold. Uh-huh. I will totally talk to Greg about his crow's feet and make him buy some. God damn it. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> You're going to come in with just like caked on makeup. I know. To try to like. Yeah, like it would actually be the worst job for you. You have such an addiction to makeup. It's not makeup though, it's skincare. It's different. I don't know. I see an obsession. This could end up very badly. Well, anyway, you'll have to update us on it a little bit tomorrow. Um,. Okay, we're going to wrap up the show, but we do have one other thing Mm -hmm. that we need to do. Yes, we do. And that is because a friend of ours who's from Texas is having a birthday today. He's also going to be at the Fun Employment Radio listener party on November 14th, so everybody can say happy birthday then. But it is Norm's birthday! Happy birthday, Norm! I can't wait to see you and Katie in November, November 14th! Hell yeah! Oh my gosh. So, uh, Norm, happy birthday. Have a good one. Here's some Elvis for you. Here's some drunk Elvis. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Awesome. (laughs) All right. There we go. Yes. There we go. Well, you know, it takes a while. I don't. There we go. And it's done. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I've been Dr. Greg here with you today. And I've been Skincare Sarah. Yeah, oh, this could be a bad, bad Ew, idea. Oh, I know. Dr. Greg and Skincare Sarah, your daily health update. <laughs> well, good luck pretending to be a doctor today, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. We will We will see if that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've uh, well, I got some other stuff I'll talk about tomorrow. I'll bring it up, though. Alright. Might be going on a, on a date. For a gig. Oh. I'll explain it then. Alright, thanks everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>